Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast.gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? Had Coastal Carolina and Lafayette. Losing Lafayette on the TV and, you know, trying to help me with it. It didn't work out too well, did it? it exactly. Yeah, no. Uh, anyway, man, I'm just, uh, you know, trying to get this thing going. You know, messing around. So, how's uh, how's everything been going on your end with, uh, you know, the fantasy football and everything? Oh, the fan- <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, damn it, Chandler. Oh, yeah. I'm not starting this over. Are we? It's oh, you didn't want to. <laughs> no, it's live, man. We're going. Rocking and rolling. <laughs> no, I wasn't ready yet because. Just like uh, the old podcast, like we used to do it. Yeah, nothing new with the. The fantasy league has become just a six group, eight group league. If nobody else signs up and wants to win thirty bucks and play, so it's all the kind of news I got. But it's fun, man. Everybody sign up. Look, nothing happened over. You know, we didn't win a game that we got screwed on. Well, I don't know. I kind of consider that a win. I'm feeling like uh, we walked away with a, a 28-27 victory. And you can say whatever you want. I mean, that was definitely robbed from us, and there's no way we would have lost it with the amount of time that was left on the clock. I'm not accepting the referee's defeat, and I'm calling that one a win. And I'll tell you what else makes other people feel like that was a win is because ESPN, in their power index ranking, actually gave us a 60% chance to beat Ole Miss. That's the first time that's happened in, like, three years to, like, basically beat any kind of a, you know, Division One school. So, yeah, it's been a while. We're two and one. I mean, we're tied for second in the um, in the SEC West, and uh, why why not look at that? I mean, that's the end mm-hmm. of the game right there. We had it. That was the wrong call. Our guys were going after it. Uh, Fouché landed on the ball. I mean, he's coming from the safety position, so he's not going to get there and you know the split microsecond, you mm-hmm. know. And then Grant Morgan's getting held by the. Uh, you know, neck, and he's trying to get after it. And we've got guys that recognize that's a fumble. And, yep. uh, 
it's a it's a bs call man i don't know i don't know what to tell you and it, it still hurts it bothers me there's no way i can get over it and you mm-hmm. know a day kind of ruined my week to be honest with you that's why i got thrown off by the intro i was like man, should i really should i really, really let it unload like what the what the week's been like after a loss like that like i thought like every week wasn't you know was a little you know didn't reach its potential the last couple of years when the football program embarrassed itself mm-hmm. but now it's like oh yeah this is what it's like to have a real football team and get well i mean you know, I think a lot of draws back as far as just like wide open, like end of the game things that ice the game. Oh yeah, it was, it was 2009 Florida, uh, Bobby Petrino. Oh, when you were with the team, Chad. Yeah, um, there's a couple I mean, different yeah. calls. You know, a lot of people have been mentioning the uh, Marcus Shepard uh, personal foul that was was against the other guy, but the oh. the, uh, the just the extra yard or two that Tebow got. Um, just oh, live there, Mark Mark Curls just calling Golly. things, took it away from us. That's kind of what it You're reminds you. You're hurting me, man. Like, You're hurting me. I'm not trying to. I'm already hurt. So I mean, man, I don't mean, I was starting to feel better, man. I was starting to shake the hog pressing off. But uh, goodness gracious, it's hard to do that. But you're right. You're 100 right. It was stolen from us. It was stolen by the referees, and uh, you know you got to take it. So I'll tell you what. I have issues with though is uh, the offense. Honestly, I have some major issues with it, and I, I'm not happy with uh, the job that Kendall Bryles is doing. I'm not going to wait to talk about this like I did in you know previous seasons with these other clowns. I'm going to go ahead and talk about it right now and uh, and bring it up. Look, you don't put in a running quarterback when you get close to the goal line and just try to beat them on the edge. And then the next week, put in a totally different running quarterback and try to run the exact same play at the same side. So try to beat them on the edge twice. Running the ball. Stop it. Stop doing it. It doesn't work. You already tried it once. It didn't work. You tried it again. It didn't work. And then you tried it again right after you tried it and it didn't work. Stop doing it. Don't Just don't do it anymore. Period. I can't stand that. Uh, when you get down to the goal line, leave Franks in and let him get it in. It's his job. He got us down there. Let him have the glory. Give him the points. Let him have the statistics. Don't take you all the way down the field. Pull the kid out and send somebody else in there to finish it off. No, it's it's not it's not a way to coach. It's not working, and I don't want to see it again, frankly. Yeah, at first in this in this game. Franks goes out, and I thought, well, he kind of got hit hard. Was he out of the injury? Then you, they shot, uh, showed a shot of him on the sideline. He didn't look injured at all. So they just took mm-hmm. him out again the second week in a row. And it's like, and I know Pittman came to the defense. Is like, well, it's been it's in our goal line package. It's been working in practice. But it's like, man, Franks is just, on these these two occasions, the separate one, uh, KJ last week and Hornsby this week, Malik Hornsby this week. Uh, I mean, uh, just Franks is rolling down these drives, and he's on fire, man. Franks threw four touchdowns in this game. Like at that point, mm-hmm. he's just he's just in the money. Like with whatever receiver, whatever tight end, he's got starting receivers, starting running backs, mm-hmm. starting tight ends out, and he's finding whoever's next. Like just on a roll, exactly. taking all out of his hands. He's making plays, and I mean that's what we got him for. And I think taking it out of his hands is, I mean, if it does work, it sounds great, but mm-hmm. these guys are Jefferson and Hornsby, aren't they? I mean, they should be talented quarterbacks. They're not running backs. You're not putting, um, you're not putting uh, Traylon Smith or somebody no. or 
TJ Hammond's at, at the quarterback spot. You're putting a quarterback I listed see. in the roster as a quarterback. They should be able to throw, at least try to throw it to one of these guys. Yeah. I mean, Warren's looking good in that game. Woods has caught some big passes. Um, Blake Kern at the tight end spot stepped up with Hudson Henry being out. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you had chances. And why, like, why was Hudson and Henry out? Why was Hudson Henry out? Why is he sitting on the sideline for the whole bench and nobody knows why he's out the whole time? He's not injured. He's suited up. He's sitting there, and he doesn't get any playing time. What's going on with our tight ends? You know, is that just bad coaching? And it's it's scary. It feels like maybe it's bad coaching. Hopefully, he did something that upset Pittman enough that he sat him to prove a point of some kind. Maybe something in practice. I don't know, but golly, he said he just he said in the Monday it came out there was nothing kind of said before before the game, but he said Monday I think in this press conference said it was an injury. He didn't say he didn't elaborate on it. He didn't elaborate on uh, the injuries, which whatever. Nobody else does, so why should he? Uh, but, yeah, we didn't know, and I was like, well, yeah, I would have liked to see Hudson in that game. Hope he's back this week. I mean, we could – tight ends could be deadly against Ole Miss. Yeah, well, usually you're not suited up when you're in the injury. So, that you know, I don't know. Well, that's what he said. I don't know, man. I, I agree with you, man. Something's, I mean, I would have liked to see him out if he's suited up. But mm-hmm. that's what he said, so who knows. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good point, though. You know, good point. Um, and then, you know, I think the other thing is you got you were talking about uh, Felipe Franks, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think you got to point out that you know there could have been another scenario where Felipe was not running the ball uh, whenever he would get into situations where he, he couldn't get it to a receiver because our receivers couldn't get open for nothing which we got to get fixed. We got to get receivers to get open. We got to fix our routes, whatever we got to do, maybe change it up, run different routes. I don't know, but we got to fix it and and get our receivers the ball. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, part of it was weather conditions. Okay. I'll give you that. Uh, They they wanted to play in tropical storm conditions and we saw some rain and some wind and stuff like that throughout the game. Although it wasn't nearly as bad as it could have been. First quarter when we were down 17 and nothing in the first quarter. But we were. We were down 17 to nothing, right, in this game. But that's the thing is, like, so Frank's isn't running it, right? He's not tucking it. He's not running it. So maybe he thought, oh, well, I'm down here on the goal line. I want somebody who's going to tuck it and run it. You know, that's why I'm going to put him in, right? Um, but I don't know. I just think it's a bad move. I think if, if that is the reasoning, that's bad coaching. You know, you shouldn't do that, period. Um and I just, I, I'm just going to stand by like that's that's just the wrong move. That's not how they should have moved forward uh, in that situation. Yeah, and I like how Felipe runs the ball when he does, but he'd probably even on the second half he started running well. Yeah, that first, yeah, we got to get a good start, man. We can't. Ole Miss, Ole Miss is going to jump on us, man. I mean, how many points did they they in a shootout lost to? I mean, they scored what 48 points against Bam or something like that. So. Just back and forth game with them. Uh, we can't we can't get behind seventeen nothing, twenty one nothing. You mm-hmm. know, no matter how I like Odom, but you know, almost got a pretty good offense, so we can't have these slow starts. Well, you know, it, why was Knox not playing a better game too? You know, we got to get him to play at a better game. We can't have a drop pass. You know, uh, he just needs to step up, do a little it's, bit better, right? His st- oh man, his stat line is zero catches minus one zero zero. 
That's what, I say, that's what I'm saying. Well, we, we can't have just a drop pass. Like, that can't be the only thing you do in a game, right? Man, well, he had he wasn't anywhere in the first game against Georgia. He had a couple catches last week. It's like, all right, he's coming. He's getting on. And yeah, this I think week, he's had four, four catches this year. Yeah. The uh, the drop two, when you think about the drop two-point conversion, he had in the back of the end zone wide open. Made an athletic, like, jump to get it right in his hands and dropped it. And that would have, you know, mm-hmm. obviously – um, obviously, been the thirty uh, thirty to go into overtime. We had the momentum. We were gonna we were gonna win that game. If we had overtime against them. If they still would have like not gave us that call, we would have been so fired up. They Auburn wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. Bonick, but, but it didn't happen, of course, as we know. But I agree that catch is a must must have. And, and I'll, I'll 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 get on this too. But uh, we gotta have. Kendall Browse, man, they got, he's got to have some offense to finish that game up when we've got the ball. After Auburn misses that field goal, it's like, wow, mm-hmm. man, we, we've came roared back in this game. We, we have the ball. Let's let's punch it. All we got to get is a first down or two, mm-hmm. and we go three and out and have to punt and give Auburn back the ball. Like that offense, you know, the defense is still I, – I, I like it. They they, they, they adapted, and they, they were bad. I mean, they had some uh, – a lot of broken tackles and things that we haven't seen early, but they adjusted as well and played a lot better game mm-hmm. um, than they had started. But we got to, as an offense, you got to finish that with a couple minutes left with the lead and just finish it over Auburn, and just run the clock on them. You got, you got to finish it like that. We couldn't, mm-hmm. we just, you know, changed our offense all of a sudden and didn't look like the one that was, had been driving on Auburn for the, you know, you know, besides the first ten minutes, fifteen minutes of the game, the rest mm-hmm. of the rest of the way, it's just been moving down the field on them every drive. Oh yeah, we had several drives in a row. You know, and we gave our defense time to rest. Um, our defense had a, another good game, so you got to you got to say hats off to them. Yes, uh, absolutely for the whole situation, right? And 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 the good games they had. I mean. And I don't know. I think, you know, when we go back to the offense, you know, you you got Devion Warren, you got Mike Woods, you know, all these guys have stepped up and, and played a decent game. Um, but at the same time, we just need to, we just need, you know, Woods can't be the only playmaker out there, right? Like, he, we got to have more playmakers out there. It can't just be him. You got you got to have some more. I mean, I like I like Woods. I like Smith as a running back and catching the ball. Uh, Devion Warren has two touchdowns. He's came on big this year. Burks has got to get healthy. He's been had places that scored that first touchdown against Georgia and just has been injured or has been missing. So we need him to come back as one of our best receivers mm-hmm. and get another playmaker. And Hudson Hendricks got to come back. And boy, it's got to come back for this offense to just. I mean, we got a shot. To, we got a shot to get back in this thing. Um, I'm not. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be hard to catch catch Bama, but we deserve to win that game. If we're if we're at the end of the season, Chad, and I mean this for real, because we just went yeah. on the road, came back from seventeen nothing, and really won that game against the number thirteen team. And that's on one thing that I oh, think is in a in a tropical depression hurricane. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like showed I, some guts despite all of our. Things that I mean, we because we'll, we'll get into special teams and things like that too. Yeah. But like, my goodness, like we roared back to have some I mean, That's exactly. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I think it's important that w- what you're saying and and the most important thing out of there was the being down 17 points, 17 to zero, being in a situation where it's like, all right, it's happening to, to Arkansas again. Yep. They're gonna lose this game. 
I'm going to go out and do some yard work. You know, you had those folks out there that, uh, you guys, <laughs> you, you can't be doing that. You got to stop it. You got to stop it. You can't be doing that. You got to believe in the Razorbacks. You got to believe in the hogs because the Razorbacks and the hogs proved that they believe in themselves and they fought back from that 17 point deficit and they pretty much won this game. Whether it's a win on the scorecard at the end or not, they won it by proving to themselves they could fight back from a deficit like that and be contenders in the ballgame. And they shouldn't have been in a situation where they had to fight back in the first place if the quarterback would have made a few different moves, if the offensive coordinator would have made a few different moves, we would have had more points on the board. And then our special teams was horrible. Like, took a step back, right? But like Mississippi State, oh, we got we got special teams fixed. It was horrible at Georgia, first game out. You know, we don't have a – we had not had a coordinator for a while. We just got to get things rolling. Oh, look, we got it fixed against Mississippi State. And then the same crap starts happening when you go out to Auburn. I mean, the exact party. same stuff. Lining up, you know, in an illegal first formation. They get it right. It puts us back again, but then the block block punt for the TD set the tone. It was the first touchdown of the game, and we just had stopped Auburn. The defense had just been stopping Auburn. It looks like a sloppy first quarter. Get through the first quarter, let that rain subside as it did, mm-hmm. and our offense started moving, and that's no excuse. So they did it too, but they put 17 points on the board on us quick, and we should have responded at least one time, and there's a different story. We were the yep. better team. It's good. I mean, it's, 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 I like this. This is good. This like this, this is good stuff, man. Like, to be a to be pissed off about this, like man, it's possible. Yeah. We should be two and one right now. We should. We're be. already like we shouldn't have even lost by that much to Georgia. We're better than that the way we're playing, man. There's some and things that we got here because of a coaching situation, and we yeah. got here from a coach who tried this fancy stuff and it didn't work. And we brought in another coach who likes to try a bunch of fancy stuff, and we knew that bringing him in. All right, it's time for him to stop it and coach some grown up football. All right, coach some Nick Saban. You know, grown-up football. Coach some Lane Kiffin grown-up football because that's what you're fixing to go up against. You need to get it together, and you need to call a good, a perfect game, honestly. I think we're going to have to call a perfect game to beat Ole Miss, but I think we can beat Ole Miss if we do that. Yeah, Ole Miss is a – I mean, that's a that's a matchup you kind of looked at schedule. This is it's a team we should have beat the last couple of years or had or more so of his best chances against Ole Miss. Um, that's that's one of the games last year that you just – I mean, Bielema went 4-1 and one against them. And, you know, you look at last year, Morris, like that first first SEC game, the second game of the season, like, all right, this is it. Let's see if Morris has improved. And we just go – can't score a point, you know, in the first half and barely score 10 or whatever points and get whipped by Mississippi State and Matt Luke. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like that's the time when he's fired. So, it's like, man, this is, this is kind of where you uh, – you know, where we kind of prove it. You know, Kiffin, we went after Kiffin. We liked Kiffin for the Arkansas job. I think I think that was really coming down to him. And It came so, down to money, and Ole Miss gave him more, and he went there. And I don't blame him. And we knew that at the time. That's what we said at the time. We knew he interviewed at the time. We followed that closely. So if you want to know about it, go listen to the old podcast. He was coming to Arkansas, wound up going over to Ole Miss because they paid him more money. And I think Luke broke that, right? So, yeah. Yeah, because we, we really thought like that was happening. Goodness gracious. Um, but Pittman, I mean, he's, he already beat Leach. That was one of the contenders for 
Arkansas job. So here's another one, first year SEC. Why mm-hmm. don't you beat Kiffin and we'll beat, uh, uh, you know, oh, uh, Drinkowitz later <laughs> on in the year. Drinkowitz. You know, if we, if we get that far. But uh, so I think I think we got a really good shot this weekend. I think I think players are going to be just pissed off enough and uh, Ole Miss is coming off playing Bama, I mean, like how much more they got, you know, they barely can field a team if we even play this weekend. So I want to play. I hope, I hope everything gets out right. Cause I'm in the more and more you talk about it, you're just like, man, I'm, come on, I'm ready. We, we want to come out and win. We cannot end this kind of have all this. Um, it's happening. like you, it's like you said earlier, we got a chance to do something special, right? Mm-hmm. We got a chance to do something special. We we're, we have a good ranking in the sec. We, have a good team. We beat a good Mississippi State team. We almost beat a good Auburn. At uh, we got to beat an Ole Miss. I mean, an Ole Miss is is just a team you have to beat every single year, year in year out. And Texas A and M is also another one of those teams, especially being you know in our conference. They're just not as good as us. They can't recruit as good as us. They their their school is the locate. I mean, what do, what does Ole Miss got to offer? You know, William Faulkner was here. Right, I mean, who doesn't love Southern Goth? But that's not really—you're not really selling it to the inner city kids. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we it's should like be like out in the middle of a pastor. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing exciting to drive to. It isn't. I mean, Memphis is a lot better. Everybody that goes down there for a game or something—you just want you want to spend time in Memphis. You're not spending time in Oxford. I don't know why you'd want to. Exactly. That. I'm, I'm going to went to a basketball game there a couple of years ago. A big win uh, during Mike Anderson's years on the road with Bobby Portis and them won like a big top twenty five matchup in Oxford. But we you know just hung out in Memphis and you know ate some barbecue and stuff and hung out and instead of going to Oxford and I don't I don't know anything about that. I went to that game, saw us win, and went back to Memphis. Well, I tell you what. I guess we had a uh, fan write in, so I guess we should uh, <laughs> read the email. Because we always said we would. All right, so Matt writes, Woo pig, Chad and Tim. I've been telling myself that I'd give you guys something to play or read for the last couple of weeks ago. So here it is. I must start off by saying that I have some very bad habits as a fan that I have to work on, which have developed over the last three or four years. I was so upset and frustrated over the slow start of our offense and atrocious performance of our special teams that I turned off the game before the end of the first quarter. That's awful. I told told you guys, some guys went out there and did housework earlier in the podcast. I have gotten so used to the disappointment of being a hog fan that I let it ruin something that is supposed to be fun for me. I love Razorback athletics, as I know many others do. So I just want to say to the others out there who still want to sink in a hog pression and tear out their hair when things start going wrong, we're a different team. And the misery is coming to an end. Move on. I did. (laughs) Go back. Rewatch the game. And while I did see some things which concerns me. Namely special teams. 
We absolutely should have won that game. We made plenty of mistakes, and those mistakes make it easy to discount the effort of the teams and the coaches. If you're still hardwired to see Navigates due to the horrid coaching we had had. However, despite those mistakes, Arkansas did everything necessary to win that game, if not for the incorrect and inexcusable fumble, backwards pass, ruled to be incomplete pass, the Hogs should be 2-1 right now. I'm proud of lots of things with the team and the end of the day, we have a defense that is capable of keeping us in and winning against the best SEC and NCAA has to offer. My only hope for them is that they stay grounded and don't give up the fundamentals in the place of going for big hits without wrapping up. The offense got off to a bit of a slow start, but yeah, when they started to roll, they kept it up. Yeah, Franks has a, all the talent in the world, and I would love to give him the ability to run a little more when his reads aren't there. I cannot wait for Burks or Boyd to make their return this week against Ole Miss. The offense, while flawed, has been impressive at times, even while missing two major weapons. I think the most important thing I've seen, though, is the intensity and desire to win from the very beginning of each of these games. Sam Pittman and his coaches are lighting fires and making them believe. Nothing is overnight, but there is a very bright light in the darkness for the first time in years. Thanks for indulging me and reading my bullshit, gentlemen. Matt, P.S. Congrats to the hockey team on their move to the Mid-America Hockey College Association. It's a step up in completion or in competition with a lot of opportunity <laughs> to come with it. Continue <laughs> to support the hockey team, guys. It's a badass sport. So, hey, Matt, we're going to continue to support the hockey team. We appreciate you, and we want you to come on. We want you to come on and talk about hockey. That's supposed to be your thing. You came on. You talked about hockey. You said you're going to come on more and, and talk about hockey. And, uh, yeah, we had not seen you. We've invited you several times. So get back on the podcast. Yeah, we can't. we got to have some uh, correspondence on hockey, Matt. You agreed to be it. You came on the podcast. It was very good. Well, many people listened to it, okay? Mm-hmm. So come on and tell us about the Mid-America College Hockey Association. Sounds, like like a really good, it sounds like a really good conference. Mm-hmm. We've played some of those teams. We already looked at it. Man, the Kansas, Nebraska's, the uh, – what are these? These other Wisconsin-Milwaukee's. Are, we've played in tournaments. Like It's, it's already kind of – you could kind of foresee it happen. We went to it. To a, a a division that's more serious about hockey, you know we're not playing. Sorry, we got tired of kicking Alabama's ass in hockey. You know what I mean? Bad. So, <laughs> just winning the champion SEC championship. We got the hardware to prove it. You know, I think this uh, the team this year was um, on on pace. I mean, to win a national championship 
or very much compete for it. But we're ready to, you know, move past that, and I think uh, it's going to be very exciting hockey. Man, that's a good that's that's a good conference. It's a, it's a step up, and it's going to make make the program even better. Yeah, exactly. I'm excited for the move, and I think the most important thing that we need to make sure the fans understand is that we're going to be actually competing for a championship, whereas the rest of the SEC is opting out of competing for a national championship. So, you know, I'm sure we'll schedule them and we'll, you know, just beat the tar out of them every once in a while, and that'll be fine, and they'll never move up or get any better because they've given up on the national championship, and they're not trying to be a, you know, powerhouse hockey program, and that's okay. Not everybody can do it, right? So, uh, you know, when the University of Arkansas and the University of Tampa play in the national championship game, that'd be a pretty cool game to watch, honestly. Yeah, I'm I'm excited wherever they play. That's a team. I don't know. I don't know if it's it's they're gonna have any fans this year, but if they are at the Jones Center, I'm sure you can make exactly. They're gonna they're gonna get really good this year. Exactly. Yeah, I'm ready to check it out. I can't wait. So. Oh well, goodness gracious! I guess. Uh, I guess we should dig in, I guess, to this game and, uh, you know, take a quick look at it. Man. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it quite a bit. Um, yeah, there's some, just uh, obviously the specialty. I, I was just yeah, thinking about the, the stats. Just said, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, sorry. No, 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 yeah. Um, well, yeah, go for it. Uh, you know, not much to say. Twenty-eight thirty. Uh, that's what they say. So, is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's in the books. Ah, that's awful, man. First quarter, we're down uh, 10-0. Second quarter, we're down seventeen-zero. Uh, we do wind up scoring in the second quarter, so uh, we get a couple field goals. Uh, then uh, a, a touchdown. We miss a extra point, I believe. Right. Uh, yeah. so that puts us up to like what? 12 something like that and uh so that's 12 17 and they score so you got 12 20 um then we're going in a third quarter so you're going in a half at 12 to 20 uh still down but fighting you know trying to come back um from the from better the, than 17 to nothing yeah sure. definitely you're trying to come back right you're fighting so uh that's good they, they make some halftime adjustments they come out and uh, score again. So you got 21-27. Uh, then uh, score again, making it 28-27. And then the uh, referees give Auburn a uh, free uh, score. So, yeah. We went up uh, losing 28-30 because the referees gave them a free field goal. So, yeah, What, what a nice that's... present to have. I mean... How does the coach even take that, right? Yeah, this is that's one of those games. I I went to the uh, Auburn game in Fayetteville, two thousand and three, after we had the game after we had knocked off Texas and Austin, Ambush and Austin, when they were number four, came mm-hmm. back four and zero, and when we lost ten to three, where there was two two just phantom phantom holding calls. I think on a Matt Jones long run should have been like an eight yard run, another touchdown. And just like nobody know where it came from, just all of a sudden, just late flags. 
when like on touchdowns, like long touchdowns that we had, and we lost ten to three that day. But just never anybody knew about it. Just like man, this game reminded me of something like that. Ah, that hurt. Crazy, just crazy stuff. And and then you know, I don't know. It is what it is, right? It just seems like Arkansas is always getting the short end of the stick and those sorts of things. And I don't know. It is right when we right when we had momentum for the program. That's the thing that hurts, man. I felt we felt the taste like just in that like like look, our depth is not that great, man. Morse didn't leave us much. Bielema didn't leave him much. So it's like. Pittman's fighting with what he's got. You got walk-ons mm-hmm. playing all over the place and playing, playing good too. I yeah. mean, you know what I mean. I mean, just a lot of positions and mm-hmm. uh, just they're they're giving everything they got. That's why you hate to see it just taken from them. Not only just taken, you could tell you tell they're trying not to let heart hurt. So hopefully they come out and I'm I'm thinking they take the approach this weekend just. You know, uh, Ole Miss's offense has been pretty good, but we've got a, Odom's. I think he can figure out a way to stop him at least a couple times. And you know, frustrating thing against Auburn, we didn't turn him over. Yeah, you know what I mean. We had we had some. We forced him to punt. You know, we really like adjusted. Like you know, didn't miss as many tackles. Thankfully, mm-hmm. uh, thank Bigsby for them. Uh, you know, I didn't give them. I didn't give their running backs enough credit last week. I really did not. They hadn't shown. I didn't know any of them. Tank Bigsby made me mm-hmm. definitely pay. Like wow, I didn't. I don't, I don't know. I just totally missed him, man, because he, he, he made us look foolish a lot of times. But yeah, we did adjust, and the defense really settled down and made a lot of stops from then on. But never got that big that big turnover, you know, that could you know swing the game even more maybe earlier than we needed to. But uh, I give him a lot of credit, man. Well, you know, you got uh, Pittman, right? As a new Arkansas coach, and I, I know he was on the old line at you know, University of Arkansas before, so he, he kind of knows this. But it's best if they learn this early in their career as a University of Arkansas coach, and I think he really understands it now that they are not going to let you win a close game if they can help it at all when it comes to the referees in the University of Arkansas. Unless you're playing like Ole Miss, then they might yeah. then they might help you out, right? Like Vanderbilt, South Carolina, mm-hmm. maybe something like that. But when you're playing a top tier program, they will not let you win if they can help it. And uh, so you're playing against the referees, and I think it's good that he understands that now. But that just means we got to put some more points on the board. We can't go out there and dilly dally around with not putting points on the board. You we know. can't. Yeah, we can't miss points. You can't miss points on the special team missing. Now the first extra point. Um, yeah, I mean it, it was coming down pretty still at that point, but you know it seemed to maybe get better in order. You saw other extra points getting kicked and field goals getting kicked. Mm-hmm. So what I mean, what do you think honestly? And this is you know first time major college head coach, and he and he he starts chasing points early. What do you think about that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You didn't really get much of it because, you know, they had ran up, hurry up, and hurry up, and got the two after that to try to make up for it. But what did you think of him, you know, chasing points early on? You know, I don't know. I, you got to be aggressive. You got to put your foot on the gas, and you got you to gotta keep it there. And you can't. At the at the time, you don't really think about You know, at the time, you're like, all right, it makes sense. You know, when you look back, like, well, now that a couple, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? 
So, I don't know. I'm looking here at Traylon Smith, and uh, wow, what a good game he had. <coughs> Excuse me. Goodness. I came out of nowhere. Hope it's not that Rona. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, Traylon Smith, he had a good game, right? Uh, he he went out there and uh, got uh, 81 yards, and uh, you know his his average was four yards a carry and as long as 15 and that's nice anytime you can give a running back the ball and get over three yards per carry that's a first down every time he touches it feed him feed him the ball and uh, i'm excited to have him back and have that uh, double-headed monster that we were talking about at the beginning of the year and i know i said this that we didn't have that i'd like to see and i hope somebody steps up so he's stepping up so now we got to get number one to be productive right I mean, maybe number one becomes number two. I don't care, but somebody needs to get productive so that we have two running backs that are, you know, more of a threat. And that spreads the offense out, our defense out. And hopefully, once we do that, we have more holes we can hit. And um, so, because when you got when you're when you're ripping in that fresh guy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it just gives you more of an opportunity to, you know, rack up more yardage. Well, you know, you saw it with D Mac and Felix. Oh yeah, I no, mean that's I mean, a prime I, example, but you know you, what I'm saying. You've got to have, like what we're talking about, man, to close that game. I mean, Traylon's a uh, man. He he played his heart out, man. I mean, both running in the passing game, made huge plays. You know mm-hmm. that. I mean, three point nine yards average. I mean, that's four yards a carry. That's I mean, that's awesome. You give it to him three yard three times, and he was pounding the ball. I mean, he had a long of fifteen, so he had some good first down runs like that, and uh, misdirections and some draw plays that looked really good. Caught him. Caught him just uh, – uh, you could tell these guys' jerseys were just muddy as hell just getting – just beating mm-hmm. playing that game, playing that SEC game. Yeah. Um, and he played really – but, yeah, Rakeem Boyd, you could tell by, the, like, that last possession, when we really needed to milk it, we need somebody that's more – Boyd just, you know, mm-hmm. power through and get us some first downs. Like, I mean, our offense, we should be – we would – I mean, we would definitely – if Rakeem Boyd would have been healthy with both of them. Like yeah. we would have scored forty five on them and won this game. Absolutely, and even Franks, more so than we did already. Absolutely, and Franks is our second best rusher. I mean, hey, if you're listening, Franks, run the ball, right? Run it, and it's nothing there. <laughs> tuck it and run it. Just take off. Just take off with it and haul ass and figure it out later. Just tuck it and run it because you're getting one point nine yards per carry. So if you do and that, that all through the too, game though. you're gonna have and that does take away stacks and all that but so if you do that throughout the game yeah. you're getting close to two three yards per carry that's not bad that's not bad that's moving the ball forward and that's what we need it's not taking us backwards and there was no interceptions there was no situations like that at all from franks in this game he played it a really good game as a quarterback and i have been very impressed with his mental ability to be a quarterback now it's time to match that mental acuity with his physical prowess which he has he's just not using it yeah it was a really game uh uh passing the ball i mean 22 for uh 30 318 yards four touchdowns no interceptions uh, just huge game especially coming off uh, the, that first George game when he threw a couple and his decision making was kind of off and definitely in the passing game he's made more and I think he would definitely say um, I, I did hear Pittman say this week that he's like rainy and all that so maybe mm-hmm. maybe Franks didn't want to make a bad decision um, 
especially at first when he could have ran, tucked the ball and ran a, a little bit more and made quicker decisions. Maybe he didn't want to, you know, put us in a bad, even worse spot, throwing an interception. Um, you know, after that first game when he threw two, maybe he's he's just like, I don't want to screw up again. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then he kind of he started to again. But yeah, and also you know he you know he's coming off some ankle surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe yep. I mean, and he did something to his he, tweaked, he tweaked his arm too during that game. You saw he like and tweaked he, his wrist or something. And he falls he falls a lot on his uh, he dives forward a lot. You mm-hmm. worry you don't. I mean, is it? I did notice like he tries to catch himself with his hands sometimes yeah. when he dives. They need to work on sliding. So and uh, that's kind of some things I thought maybe that's what Horns became in like. Franks at least on that position when Malik came in, mm-hmm. like was he hurt? And things like that. Healthy. I was like, you know, diving, you know, and things like that. It's like, oh, I like it though, man. He's 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 trying to give it his all. But I think especially early on, just just go for it, Franks, man. He's yeah. I, I like the idea of it, you know. The offensive line ain't helping him out, putting him on the ground three no. times almost once per quarter. So I mean, that's better than we've done in the past. But at the same time, come on, guys, lock it up. You know, we're playing Ole Miss this week. Our, our quarterback shouldn't be getting up off the ground at all. And and a credit to him on that Frank's uh, just to play the six out when he when the, the pockets kind of collapsing around him and he steps up and uh, just steps. You can tell how as strong his arm is when he steps up and throws it down to uh Devion Warren mm-hmm. um, for that touchdown. And just like he's trying to make adjustments for the offense line, but come on, it's gotta get better too. Oh, then you got Mike Woods. Uh you see him coming in and making some plays, which was exciting. Uh this game he gets uh he gets uh you know eighty one yards. 19 for his long uh, and a touchdown. So, I mean, that's not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, you got Traylon Smith right behind him, 7, 8 yards, one touchdown, 25-yard long. And uh, so we're starting to air the ball out a little bit more, uh, looking at Devion Warren with a 44-yarder, uh, Blake Kern with a, 40, a 35-yarder, uh, uh, Warren with two touchdowns, right? Uh, 95 mm-hmm. yards for for Warren looking I, to me, I think he does the best job in this whole game. Honestly, yeah, he's been the best receiver this year. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, but you, you know, you have some, you have some guys behind him. That's doing a good job. It's nice to see that Kern can rotate in, but we got to get our number one in there too. We got to get our best tight end. And, and, uh, I don't know. I think if you have a full team, you win this game more handedly also. So you got to wonder what's going on there with, you know, players that aren't playing. But I guess you said they were hurt, and, and that's, you know, that's the story. Well, that's what I got from it. I didn't say, like, oh, that's Tim saying that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wherever, whoever's saying it, they're not they're not very open with it. But, yeah, they're hurt. I mean, like, yeah, you get you get uh, Burks back, and you get Hudson Henry back. And, I mean, mm-hmm. that's your first in. I mean, that helps to receive it already. And still, I mean, 300 yards from Franks. and Oh, yeah. still, it's just going to make him better when he's got more weapons around. He's middle of the pack right now in the SEC, right? They like his stats. Very middle of the pack, everything across the board, which is good. Like, he's a good average SEC quarterback. But I feel he's a better quarterback than that. We just got to see some guys step up around him uh, and be, you know, be playmakers, make some stuff happen. And at the same time, while he's being super smart with the football, he's doing everything he needs to do. Just tuck it and run it. Just add that one component to your game, and it's going to give you a lot more holistic game. But watch some yeah. old Matt Jones videos. 
Oh man, I, I don't know if he can run as fast as Matt Jones, but yeah, that's, I'm not, maybe yeah. not that fast, but still, right? If you want to see how just tuck the ball and run it, no hesitation. <laughs> yeah, no hesitation. That there we go. That's definitely you're right on that key, man. That's, that's gotta have that though, man. Just go, just just get it, man. You can get it. You can get it. They're not gonna. Mm-hmm. So. You know, we already praised the defense, but I guess we should get into that a little bit more. Bumper pull uh, was exciting and fun to watch out there, but didn't make a lot happen, uh, honestly. Uh, Catalan was the big, this was his big game. Ten tackles, four assists. Uh, so, I mean, that's good, you know. Fourteen altogether, ten solos. So, not bad at all. Not a bad game. Uh, Eric Gregory coming in, getting the four and the six. Uh all together, four solos and then six. So, team tackles. Yeah, one, yeah, one of those. Uh, yeah, one of those. I guess Gregory the half sack. Him and uh, Isaiah Nicholson. I think mm-hmm. that's the first. One. There's a big one of those drives where on a third down, they're down in seven or they're down in four, and um, they combine on a sack on on Nicks and in that drive. So that's yeah. a big, that's a big time play with him. And I skipped over Hudson Clark. He had uh, seven tackles, you know, all together. Not bad for a walk-on, man, and a breakup. Not bad. And and the nice thing about this this was a lot that we were really converging to the ball a lot. So you notice that while our team has a lot of uh, total tackles versus solos because we were, like, attacking the ball as a team. And, yeah. and that's exciting to see when you see that defense converging on the ball and attacking like a red swarm coming at you of wild hogs slobbering and <laughs> feral so marshall had four tackles uh two assists uh, six totals so uh, then you had fouché with uh one solo four assists uh grant morgan with five uh assists uh, williams with two solos two assists and then everybody else has, you know, one to two assists. Except, I guess, Coates, Blair, and Jones. You got to, you know, they didn't have a, they didn't have any assists. They all had a solo. They didn't have any assists. So we don't have anybody that didn't at least get some part of a tackle. Like uh, K- Kelly, he didn't have a solo, but he got an assist, right? So everybody's out there tackling. You just got to say hats off to you guys. Like you're playing, you're spreading it around, you know. Uh, Hayden Henry with you know with the sacks and all that. So Nichols with the sacks. I mean, Brooks, of course Brooks. Brooks just been looking really good. He's like, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's one of those guys. I'm like, wow, you know, he's just he he's an up and comer, right? And he should be. Yeah, he's another one. I had a tackle for loss, and he looked good again. Mm-hmm. Um, Hard hitting. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it's like and uh, nice to see Hayden Henry get a sack up uh, linebacker when pulls out. Pull and Morgan's both been battling some things hadn't played all the time. Hayden Henry stepped up and got a big sack though. Um yeah, Jonathan Marshall, of course, big at defensive tackle and he's he had a sack for and a tackle for loss, so he accounted for quite a few. Uh Catalan, of course, led the team. I guess it's not great when your safety leads it, but he is a play I mean he he stops it though, man. Mm-hmm. And uh that that pass breakup that he made was huge too in that game. So defense is making some plays. I was, I like it, man. I, I just you believe in it. You know what I mean? Like we did that first little bit. Tank Bigsby made us. Um, you know. Oh yeah. We we didn't wrap them up and get them down like we should. Have. 
We nope. did. We did get better. What would you rather see defense play? Like start off like good at first, and then get mm-hmm. worn down and play worse in the end. Or would you rather see the defense like all right, Odom, Odom adapted to it, and mm-hmm. we Made played his better. Directions, and yeah. also, yeah, and then also seven of that's the block punt touchdown. So he really mm-hmm. didn't give up thirty points. You know, he gives up twenty three. That's not bad in the SEC right now when games mm-hmm. are being played in the forties and fifties and sixties. You know, what especially I mean? against like, the Auburn team that's got you know supposedly a. You know, awesome offensive coordinator. They're, well, you know, that running the I, score up on people. And, yeah, you know, you're expected to go out there and stop a, you know, Chad Morris type offense. <laughs> well, okay, that's a fair point. I do expect us to get a shot against them, but I don't know. I mean, we hate special teams, and that's what Sam Pittman. If he has taught me anything this year, it is that special teams hmm. needs to fix it. And he said it. He said it in, in the press conferences and all himself. So it's not just me. It's pretty much a quote that they need to fix it and figure it out. Um, I mean, we don't even try to return the ball, right? We have no kick returns, no punt returns. We don't even. We're just like, look, we just our special teams are horrible. We just can't. So anytime we don't have to, we're not going to. And that's sad. That is sad to see that our special teams is in this kind of dang predicament and it comes from not having a special teams coach for years morons yeah just now doing it just totally different i mean just what, what have we been doing kids are like it's, i, I yeah, did it in high school <laughs> i don't know what's going on you would expect it to be better we got a special teams coach this year why is it so bad some of those alignments are just what morris do just going over and kick the ball and y'all get y'all get ready. Man, this is crazy. Why does our special team suck so bad? Kill this man. Kill this man. Like not without without that block punt, without that missed extra point. I mean, we there's no way we should win that game, man. We should have won that game. We should have beat Auburn. That should have been like we were talking about. We were talking about last week. We we said we were gonna win like that. We should have. There's no excuse to not win like that. We're better than what the score came out to be. It should have oh. came down to getting screwed by the refs in the end. Yeah. But thank you for the field goal, but, AJ. You know, you, you made that happen. I appreciate yeah. it. That was that was decent of you. Everybody else needs to figure it out. Right? Like linemen and stuff. Right? Like lining up in illegal mm-hmm. formations over and over and over again. Like, that's got to get fixed. Pick a formation. Stick with one and don't ever <laughs> line up Just, in a different one and do it right. Yeah, I've heard of, I've heard coaches say just thinking of uh, just making some things simple, you know, on offenses or defenses during this time. Like, dang, you know, make the special teams just just stick with it, just yep. do it well, just line up, make sure you get it. Never have a penalty exceed on the block punt. We had that. We did it again. Mm-hmm. Like when we're backed up that far, first we need to move the ball. Second, we cannot make it worse and get them backed up, where at least like they would have had a chance to. I don't know, but. I mean, we couldn't even get a safety out of that. It could have just had a safety. That would have just been – even that, so many of these small plays when we're in these SEC games, oh, it just makes it worse. I don't know. Hey, we're Should have punt- won that game. We're punting the ball 51 to 40 yards. We're flipping the field every time we punt it. So, yeah, you, you've got to be happy about that. The punting is good. It's not like it's not like it's the punting, right? And the field goal kicker's pretty good. It's all the people around 
you know, the people that are easily that you're usually griping about. It's everybody else. Y'all get it together. Yep. Period. That's the message from the fans. Get it together. Yep. And why can't we why can't we have touchbacks? Auburn had five touchbacks in the end zone on the kickoff. Didn't even allow us to even have a chance to have a kicker. Five touchbacks and we don't even have one. We kick it out of bounds. They did kick it out of bounds twice. We kicked it out of bounds. Like we're letting them, and then we can't cover it all the time. You get scared when somebody kick returns it. All the other teams are just kicking out of bounds every time. Like we're not. Why we can't? Why, why can't we? One of those two. Can we have a good kick return or returner, or can we have a good kickoff specialist? I mean, let alone both. Just give us one at least. Exactly. All right. You know what? I need to grab a beer and. Uh... So I am going to go off air for a minute. We'll be right back. If you're live, just uh, just give us, you know, five minutes, maybe less, three minutes, whatever. Maybe some commercial time. And we will be back. Back to the Hog Call Podcast. Hey, Tim, check it out. So we're... Playing Old Miss, 67th time that we've met in this series since okay. uh, 1908. At, uh, we win the series 35-28-1. And, and Old Miss quit and hauled ass in the uh, 1909 championship year. Wasn't that the year when they wouldn't play us when they like, because they, they knew they were going to lose and they just kind of forfeited? Yeah. Yep, that's exactly what it was. So you got to add that. So 37, 27, and 1. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Ole Miss has this thing in their, in, their, in their game. Arkansas leads 35, 28, and 1. And then it says original record Arkansas leads 35 and 30 and 1. Like they give themselves like a series record, original record. What are you talking about? <laughs> Then counting the Hugh Freeze cheating years. What are you talking about, man? Those wins are vacated. Why are you talking about original record? Like it, I mean, I guess original. nothing really happened to Ole Miss. I mean, back on track with the damn good athletes. Well, you already know they're shady. You already know they'll they'll quit on a ball game. So they're already starting to talk about it for this game. We've seen it happen in the past where they just did one play and so they knew they were going to lose. You already see Kiffin talking about how it is everybody's like feeling bad and getting sick. It's not 1009, man. <laughs> and putting out excuses already. It's like, oh, we might not be able to field a team. And, you know, that's what I like about Pittman, man. No excuse. It's always just like, man, I'll have them ready. You know, everybody's giving it their all. We're going to go out there and play. Coming Kiffin's up. already coming up with, like, oh, man, you know, as long as we get to the, I don't think, well, maybe we'll get to the number and play. It's like, damn, man, what is it? I mean, yeah. I am what are we gl- supposed to do here? Are we playing this week or what? I'm Ain't- glad we got Sam Pittman because he's smart. And let me tell you how I know he's smart. He wears his face mask. He wears it the right way, and it's oh, yeah. a cool-ass face mask. He's not wearing a piece of T-shirt that he cut into a V and looking like a moron out there <laughs> like Kiffin, just looking like a total idiot or wearing it without your nose in it. Like the pirate's <laughs> doing down there. He wears it the right way. Because he respects people, the people around him, and he's smart. 
And then now uh, Leach and Kevin grabbing each other in the nose and stuff earlier in the year and their stuff, just spreading each other's germs everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, Kevin looked awful. Man. They, they, Maybe he that state deserves both of them, and they deserve that state. Good for them for getting a big-time <laughs> SEC job. I like Pittman, man. Pittman's... Oh, man. I do. I like Pittman. I like him a lot better than both these coaches, and uh, every single day i like Pittman a little bit more and that's the thing about Pittman that's exciting right i hadn't had that since like houston nut where it's like you just like that coach in the first year just like wow man the two god i can't i can't keep doing it man i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i can't keep bringing that game up but should be two and one well we're gonna play uh matt corral who ranks third nationally in passing efficiency. And they just ran up the score on uh, Bama, putting 45 up. And you would think you would win a game that you put 45 up, but Bama showed everybody in college football that they like to toy with some of their opponents sometimes and show less than what they'll show against others. Because in this game, they got everything they could handle. And they just out-athleted them, honestly. Yeah, I mean, Najee Harris had five touchdowns by himself. I mean, they, they could do anything. I think, uh, oh, here, here's a here's a stat from that game, Chad. Like, Ole Miss gave up everything they could have, like yard-wise, that Alabama could have had. Uh-huh. All but 41 yards. So every time Bama had the ball, they pretty much either scored or 41 yards is the only yards Bama left on the field that they did not conquer. Yeah. Every time they touched the ball, all hundreds and hundreds of yards. You know what I mean? Going at 65. Just Ole Miss was giving it up, though. I mean, they could not stop. (laughs) They couldn't stop Florida. They couldn't stop Kentucky. They did beat Kentucky by one. Here's the problem. can they stop Arkansas? Yeah, because our defense or our offense hadn't been like prolific, right? No, but it this the, at least the last well, yeah, I was supposed to say at least the last three quarters, man. We at least were scoring. Had a quarterback that scored four touchdowns. You know what I mean? And showed more, but we got to start off fast. I don't think they're scoring forty-five on us. I think our defense is better than that. Maybe we got a de- better defense than Alabama, and I'll take that. If we do, I'll take that in a heartbeat. But I do believe our defense is better. I believe they might put up 28. I'll give them 28. But I don't think they're getting in the 40s on us. No, I, w- I wouldn't think so. I think the same thing kind of what's going to happen when Mississippi State came when we played them and showed kind of a different. Oh, we saw kind of – we've picked out the some week, enough weaknesses to attack, man. And just, well, we can, you know, we can stop them, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some talented receivers and – tight end they got from temple this year grad transfer man i mean uh, oh yeah with that uh, kenny yobos or whatever his name yeah, was he's, yeah he's awesome 100, he's just, 118 receiving yards per game i mean that's 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 something else right there that's good for a tight yeah, end get, oh yeah and they just kept going to him too i know against mm-hmm. bama they were just the first drive i know they just went to him like about four out of five plays, just attacking it, man, because he's hard to stop. I think he's just a 
Yeah, like six and a half something just built, man. But it's it's hard to stop when you got a time that. And uh, you got to yeah, shut you got to shut down Elijah Moore in this game too, right? Because he's out there just running it up, 154 yards per game. I mean, what what is he second in the NCAA? Come on, man, you you got to shut him down. We got we got a I don't know double team him something, but we got to shut him down. Yeah, five nine, one eighty five, man. I mean, he, he's he's just a playmaker, man. Somehow already thirty one receptions and four hundred sixty two yards, man. But he's a, he's a playmaker, man. Making it yeah. happen. Leads the nation. Leads the nation, man. I mean, it's crazy. That old miss. Yeah. And then Mingo too. So they've got two really good receivers, man. And a huge tight end in that passing game that Corral goes to. Mm-hmm. The crowd hadn't even thrown. That's the thing about crowd. I hadn't even thrown one interception all year. That's 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 crazy. Not one all year long. He's got some rushing right. yards too. Right. 141 rushing yards. So you'll you'll see him run the ball a little bit. One interception on the year. I'm sorry. Nine touchdowns to one interception. That's not bad though. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it, it wasn't it. It came against uh, Alabama, didn't it? Because I watched I watched some of that game. That was pretty. Entertaining game to watch. Yeah, it was. It was after ours, man. I could. I still couldn't quit watching football, man. I was mad though. Yeah, we well, got early and Connor. They got the most rushing yards, and then you got Corral leading them. Two hundred thirty-five, and you know, one hundred ninety-seven. So I mean, they're running the ball right. Four touchdowns apiece. That's not bad in three games. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good for. We don't have that many. Uh, Russian touchdowns mm-hmm. on the year. Not at all. Not even close. So, I like that from them. I mean, they're balanced. We got zero. Shows they're balanced. Um, yeah, wow. we got zero when you look at us as far as Russian. I mean, that's just crazy. I will give Kiffin. I would have liked to have Kiffin as, like, Pittman's offense coordinator. How about that, though? How, mm. how about that for a championship team, though? If Kiffin would have been our offense coordinator. Then had Odom as defense coordinator, Pittman the head head coach. Like, what kind of what kind of team would this been national championship? Or, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, what, what if you had Kiffin just at the University of Arkansas? I mean, look what he's doing at Ole Miss. And I think he'll get beat and, and get beat up, and he won't be as good as he could have been because he went to Ole Miss. And uh, he'll probably wind up leaving and going to Ohio State or something like that, some big time program, USC. Probably hire him back, you know. Oh, he's more mature now, or something. Or yeah, Oregon or something. Some big, big going? program gonna give him some ridiculous like amount of money, or he'll go to the pros. But he could have went to Arkansas, and he could have made something happen with this this team we got, and it's his loss, right? So I think the biggest thing is we just want to see our coach beat him, so that we can say we got the better end of the stick, you know. We got the better end of the deal, you know. And that's that's what's that's what's important. Not not that we got a good coach that we know could do a good job, but that we got the best coach. You know. Yeah. Out of these new hires, man, I think. I, and I think you get a win here, and it says that it says yeah. like that definitely solidifies you as the best new hire in the SEC. I don't care about Drinkwitz beating LSU. LSU looks like mm-hmm. they look like shit. Man, so. You know what I mean? And then you want to go and bring, beat Drink, you know, at the end of the year, too. So. Yeah, you can beat him, too. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Later on. The- this is like that old Miss game. This is a must win. You got to win this one. Yeah. Yeah. You know? 
And we said that about the Ole Miss game. This, and, uh, you know, I think Auburn game, if you would have told us that our tight end was going to be out, our receiver was going to be out, our running back was going to be out, we would have picked Auburn to win. And mm-hmm. uh, probably picked them to win by a lot more than what they actually won by. So, Yeah, we were a couple touchdown underdogs, man. And all, all the betting things, so... You know, a lot of a lot of people thought we were. It was pretty much a solid, solid loss for us, man. We had that win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we got a bye week next week, so it should be all on the line, man. Have two weeks to get ready for to beat A and M. Exactly, exactly. So I don't know. Well, I guess so. That's how you got the Russian, and then you got uh, you know this Palm Lee, and he comes in the game every once in a while. You've seen him. Yeah. Uh, throw a couple passes and uh so i don't know wasn't he he was like the starter before and then took a back seat or something i think they've both kind of been it feels like corral played before and then uh plumley came in and uh, sparked him during another game last year and so there was a quarterback conference but i think i think it seems like corral's pretty much solidified it this year but you and do see Plumley come in there but not that he's solidified it this year but it feels like John Rice, John Reese came in there last year and won a game or played mm-hmm. good against somebody. I'll be honest with you, Tim. In a moment, sure. I'll be honest with you, Tim. When I hear Plum Lee, I think about that guy from the Pawn Stars suiting up and running out there to play this little old chubby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That sucks to have that name. And to have to be at Ole Miss. Ah, I feel bad for you, bud. Plumbly. Goodness <laughs> gracious. I didn't even think about that. You know, the Paul and Star guy got on the yeah, no, map and all that stuff, lost all the weight. He's, I guess he's all skinny now. That's a terrible way to lose weight. <laughs> it worked for him. <laughs> it did. And you got Mac Brown punting the ball. And we talked about this before. If you got a name like Mac Brown, you're probably pretty good. Football player. I spent the day. I think uh, I've been a pitcher. You're talking about pitcher. <laughs> Somebody else. I was like, well, I started pitching. Like I'm just pitching North Carolina coach, old Texas coach Mac Brown. <laughs> exactly. Putting the ball for him. I didn't even do it that whole game, but now I'm thinking back. I was like, wow. I'm gonna show y'all how to punt the ball. The old Texas Mac Brown. That's the one I want. Goofy one. Uh, <laughs> Number ninety six. <laughs> I just saw the I saw the picture of it. Just <laughs> and it does look like a different. He looks like a Mac Brown. Maybe Mac Brown looked like that when he was younger. I don't know. And hey, then he got early. Mac Brown. And I respect him a little bit more. Yeah. And then he got early. Who's going to be, uh, you know, doing their kick return? So you got to keep an eye on him. And that's pretty much your, I mean, that's pretty much your offense. You know, you, they got yeah. their, you know, their offensive line. Our offensive line's a little bit bigger than us, right? They're in the, uh, you know, 300 pounds, uh, 325, stuff like that. So, you know, we've seen that all year. We've seen our offensive line uh, not, you know, shape up to the, the other teams we're playing. But we've also seen them play a heck of a lot better than I thought they were going to play when I, when I was looking at their sizes at the beginning of the year. And it looks like, too, they've put on some size since they, you know, 
did the official uh, weigh-ins and everything. Yeah, it looks, I mean... I mean, I don't know if there's anybody else out there that's, you know, really that exciting for their offense, honestly. I think that's that's what you're going to see, yeah. you know, more than anything. Uh, you're going to see them throw the ball, and you're going to see them run the ball. Uh, you're going to see them run really fast offense. We saw that against uh, Bama. Uh, we saw it so fast against Bama they couldn't get set. They were snapping the ball. Uh, before they could get set, Nick Saban started crying and unwinding, talking about how they were stealing his signals, which would have been impossible because they were running the ball so fast. To, uh, to I mean, as soon as as soon as it was put down, they were snapping it. So it would make no sense to be stealing defensive signals if you're snapping the ball that fast, right? You just couldn't. It doesn't matter what you're damn doing. Your team isn't ready. They're not even set. They don't got their fingers in the dirt. That was a stupid excuse, Saban. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> oh man! And then he came back out and said, it, "You know, it was a stupid excuse." Monday. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, and the then, red zone. Do you was... know why he said it was a stupid excuse? Because they oh, yeah. moved the ball very fast. And it would be hard to still see. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I don't know. What's her defense look like? Yeah, not very good. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean they didn't stop anybody last week. Well, what about they didn't stop anybody all year? But... All year, every game it's just been they they've been run up on, huh? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I mean, I'm not really much to brag on them about. You know what I mean? Um. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Definitely, definitely don't want to do that. So, I don't know. I guess we just got to get out there and, you know, kind of see what happens whenever we play them. You know, you got, uh, (laughs) who we got here? We got their defensive end, uh, Tisdale. Uh, He's got uh, 15 sackles, uh, tackles. Uh, then you got, uh, Anderson, uh, defensive tackle. He's got eight tackles. Uh, they got a nose tackle with five, uh, tackles. Then they got a buck, uh, lining up off the line, eight tackles, another buck with 12 tackles. So it's, uh, Williams, Robinson. Those are your bucks. Uh, nose tackle was Hill. Um. I don't know. You got the wheelbacks, 13, 15, 19 tackles. You know, I don't. You got one sack by the linebackers, two sacks by the buck, three sacks by the defensive tackle. It looks like Anderson's probably their biggest, you know, their biggest threat. So that's who we're going to have to, you know, that's who we're going to have to watch the most, that defensive tackle. So, cornerbacks look all right, you know. Yeah, they don't have a lot of sacks on the year, man. Cornerbacks I mean, uh, got a lot of tackles. 25 tackles, 22 tackles. Yeah, yeah. So they're getting tacked downfield a lot by these teams. Yeah, they're, lead, they're leading the team 25. Yeah, like you're talking about Smith, mm-hmm. 25, 22. Um, then you got Gill with 10 tackles. You know, 
He's a star. Sanaga. Whatever a star Sanaga. is. Sanaga's 19 tackles at that linebacker, that Mike position, you know, mm-hmm. sack, tackle for loss, quarterback hurry. They really don't have only a couple sacks on the season for him. I think we had about the same in the game. I guess so. That's, it's an awful. I'm going to be disappointed if we don't move defense. I, there's not really much to brag about on because they haven't just, I mean, it's just been shootouts, man. What I've seen when I've watched them, watched a lot of that Bama Ole Miss game and Bama again, they only gave up, like, they moved every inch, yard of that field. So mm-hmm. there was nothing, nothing you could say positive about the defense. No, I mean. <laughs> Sorry. I agree. I hope they don't prove me wrong. I hope they give up 70 to us. I hope we score, outscore, beat them 70 to nothing. Yeah, that would be that would be nice to see. I mean, I don't know. I think with this defense, you know, you're going to see a team that's been struggling. I think they'll come out and play better in this game because they're just going to have more confidence. They're playing Arkansas. They're coming off of, you know, a game where they just got demolished. And uh, so, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I think we can take advantage and, and uh, you know, hit them early. And, and kind of deflate all that energy and excitement that they probably have coming in to play Arkansas. And then they'll start thinking about how we beat these other teams this year. And then they'll start hanging their heads a little bit. We just, you know, tear them up, just running the ball over and over again, passing sometimes. I don't know. I don't see that happening. That's what I'd like to see. That's what I've been hoping for all year. I haven't seen it yet. Browse really needs to get it together, man. Our offense is what's holding us back. He's got to get it together. And Ole Miss sucks, but Browell's got to get it together. I think that's the biggest thats the biggest thing I can say from this whole thing, just looking at looking at Ole Miss and, you know, knowing what they run, seeing their defense, you know, working that zone so much against Bama. And maybe they'll run a little bit of man against us. Maybe they'll run as much zone because they'll feel like they can match up with us better. So hopefully we can take advantage of that if they do. So. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking there's gonna be a high score. I just, I just know it, man. The weather looks good. There's definitely not gonna be a tropical depression. Hadn't rained very much at all, man. In fact, we're kind of in a drought here, so we're definitely not gonna get any kind of that nice field. Razorback Stadium looks beautiful. I drive by it all the time. I can't help it. Mm-hmm. it looks good. It's ready to be played on, man. And just, uh, I think we outscore them, though. I don't know what we can give up, man. You know, I, I think Odom's. I think we can score some points. If Boyd, and, uh, if Boyd is back, I mean, that, that, that'll help a ton. I know Pittman sounded like positive about it, so maybe they get one more game in and we get that bye week next week to get everybody else healthy. I hope so. Yeah, I hope we can just get out there and win it, no matter who we got in. If I think even if, even if we're just working with Smith, you know, and uh, we get out there and we see Franks tuck the ball, Run it when he can. Uh, keep spreading it around like he's been doing with the past. Keep playing smart football. Not a lot of turnovers. Making smart decisions when he's in bad situations. Uh, moving the ball forward, which is, I mean, we hadn't seen that in a while, right? Like just moving the ball towards the end zone. We hadn't seen that in a while. So it's nice to see that. Um, but at the same time, we can't be making stupid decisions from the coordinator position, putting in players that shouldn't be in. If we do run in a quarterback, do a trick play, don't work, get him out. Take a timeout, do something, and then get, you know, 
our, our regular quarterback back in. Okay, you tried it. You went for the trick play. One play was fine. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fine. You know, you gave it up. Whatever, no big deal. But don't run change, the same you change thing. Change pace. You put in a different quarterback. Hey, that even works to our advantage. Fourth down. But and I get it. Like Frank's. Some, like I've heard this this cat at coaching conventions and stuff before, and he's said things like, "So I'll run the ball, and then if it doesn't work." I'll run the ball again right behind it. Same play. And sometimes I'll bust it loose. All right, that's nice. But not not on a uh not on a goal line situation. <laughs> okay. Let's not let's not do that, you know, progressive football coaching in a goal line situation. Let's go conservative. Try one trick play, one progressive play. It didn't work out. Take a timeout, whatever you need to do, get your regular quarterback in. You know, and run a, a decent play. Run a, run a freaking, you know, run a freaking bench route across the back of the end zone, throw for a touchdown like Bob Petrino used to do. Go watch some of those films, right? When you get down there, we got a quarterback that can do it. We got receivers that can do it. We just got to make it happen. I like it, man. I like it. I like it a lot. I don't know. That's just what I think, man. I just think Browse is holding us back at this point, and I want to see that change. And, uh, you know, hope, hopefully hopefully Pittman, you know, sits him down, has a conversation or whatever, and uh, we see a big win in this game. But of course, if we win that game, right, we, we win that game, and are we having this conversation? Am I even saying this stuff right now? If we, yeah. if we win that game, I mean, is this a little bit of frustration on my part coming out as a fan, as a homer? Maybe so. I mean, it's not like, I mean, do you believe he, he can do it? Browse can turn it around, man. Kendall Browse can, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, I hope so. Exactly. I would think so. Yeah, I hope he can. I mean, the offense has looked better, than, you know, just. After what he did, the, remember what, you remember what he did be. to Bellama back in the day? He came over when he was a Texas Tech, and Bellum was like, oh, he's horrible, and blah, blah, blah. And then he came man, in and ran you're talking, about, um, you're talking about the Arizona Cardinals coach, man. Oh, yeah? I thought that was Browse. <laughs> no, no, no. What is this thing, man? Oh, man? my bad. <laughs> That's all good, man. I've made mistakes before. I don't mind doing it. No, I couldn't remember his name. Yeah, we beat them at Texas Tech like bad, you know, with Collins and things. The next year, they they beat us pretty bad with Patrick Mahomes, which mm. isn't like, too bad of an embarrassment now. A couple years later, so was Browse the coordinator over there then? Maybe that was it, man. I don't. It's got to be something, man. There's got to be some sort of connection there. Yeah. I couldn't have just. I don't know. Well, yeah, that was. That's rough, man. We should have beat them two years in a row. Man. Either way, you, got, you can't got, you can't be doing that, right? You gotta you gotta be a better coach. So I don't know. Maybe I mean that makes my argument not a very good argument. And it's a good thing to bring up, Tim. So what? Like you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm saying, hey, look, you know, well, he did this. Like here's an example. I don't guess I got a good example for. It. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I mean, it's uh, there's there's fair things. I mean. Let's we got let's win this thing. You know what I mean? Like we can do better. I feel like I f- still feel like it's a positive what you're saying though. Like he can turn around. It's simple fixes. 
Um, I just felt like Frank's just rolling with the drive, man, rewarding him. Getting him to like six touchdowns, man, getting him in the Heisman conversation. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. six touchdowns does that and wins that game against Auburn. No need to mess around, man. I know we need we need horns, man. We need Jefferson in the future. I, I get that, though. I get they need to play some time. We have no, you know, non-conference opponents to play in against, but that's just too big of situation down there by the goal line. Get him in another drive. I don't know. Um, but Franks was rolling, you know. That's I just that's one of those things and some of these other other plays that we've we've been doing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean we've done some smart stuff too. Like we've we we've run some we ran some plays against Georgia where we, you know, would throw the ball to the running back coming out of the backfield. Right and make some makes some stuff happen, but nothing, nothing happened. Right, uh, some of these like swing passes to the running back and uh, trying to get him to the outside, and Georgia was just too fast. Their defense would just attack us and and tackle us, and they were as fast as we could run it. So we really couldn't run those plays. And then we came back and run those same plays against Mississippi State. So I mean, you saw really good coaching there from the offensive coordinator. But I mean, we got a we got to turn it up. Yeah, I thought Traylon Smith, that was one of the high points passing game for him to be six catches, 78 yards, a touchdown. A beautiful shovel pass by Franks just at the last moment before it looks like a uh, one of Auburn's defensive lines was going to grab him. I mean, he shovels it forward. And um, I had to Traylon and made some big plays. He got out some now. So that was, that was a. That's the kind of thing added to the game. Exactly. No, you're exactly right. That was Kingsbury, by the way. Couldn't think of that. Kingsbury. Good yeah. Lord. Yes, <laughs> of course. He has another like similar offense though that tries yeah. to do that, yes. you know, type of stuff. Oh yeah, Texas things and stuff. Why did we even mess with Texas again? But I'm rooting for you, Kendall, buddy. We believe in you, man. You know. It's just you just got to turn it up. You got to figure it out. You got to like get it right. I do like when he says run the ball, though. I mean, that's I like. I like run the ball. It's just man. It's just I will some say of the decisions, carries. right? Like not. And I said it in the in a few a couple of the last games. I really enjoyed his play calling and and thought it wasn't stupid and he did a good job. And I stick by that. I really do enjoy his play calling. I don't think it's stupid for the most part, and I think he does do a good job. However, I do have a damn issue with, you know, doing this fancy stuff, right? Where you're pulling quarterbacks and stuff. Yeah. Well, it's something we can improve on. And I, I wonder if we'll see it again. You know, you thought maybe against uh, Mississippi State when it didn't work or Georgia. It's like, well, uh, shouldn't do that again. But mm-hmm. I bet they pull it out again. Hopefully it'll work or throw a pass and then maybe it'd be for a touchdown and everything would be like, there we go. Like a big moment for the game winner. That's just Homer thinking, man. I can't help it. No, no, I agree. I think they just show the, show the threat to pass and maybe it works. Just, you know, no reason to save it though. If it's in the, you know, if it's in the tank though, there would have been a reason not to, no reason not to bust out right there though. Oh (laughs) yeah. You know what? Really clinched that win. Golly. Uh, you're right. 
That's a heartbreaker rule. That's a heartbreaker rule. So I was, was getting fine. my Texas school mixed up. I think I was getting Baylor mixed up with. Neither, yeah, I didn't want to mention Baylor. I don't know. I don't like Baylor. Well, you know, you had all the raping and stuff going on. That's a tough school to think about, honestly, with all that, you know, sexual assault situation. That, that was crazy. Remember, we got into that in a few co- podcasts back, and that was just a whole wild damn situation. But, uh, you know, I guess, I guess, you know, if I was going to, you know, point to and say, oh, well, you know, he was a, he was a great coach. It would, you know, he'd be his run at FAU, you know, he had, you know, um, I think Florida state, what he did there with the limited resources he had and the limited amount of time that he had, uh, he did a good job with what he had. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere he went, Houston too, like they improved, you know, Mm -hmm. so they did, they're still, I don't know. So I, I think the the big thing is you just got to, I don't know, just look at what you did and fix it. And if you didn't look at it, listen to the podcast. We'll tell you. <laughs> I've got us winning. Hey, listen to this, Chad. It came to me. Oh, man. It's my son. Arkansas 55, Ole Miss 27. Good Lord. 55 just, to 27. Just dominating them like that. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's going to be that kind of a a game, honestly. I do think we can beat Ole Miss because I think our defense can play better than their offense. I think we might have a better defense than Alabama this year, which is saying something at this point from what we've seen, right? Yeah. Um, I think our offense gets it together this week and turns it around, I think you still see issues from our special teams. I don't think we get that together. I think we win it by a touchdown. I think it's going to be 28 to 26, Arkansas. I like Arkansas winning though. close game. Winning this thing, man. With a safety. With a safety. Wow. <laughs> so it's 26-26, and then we get a safety to win it? 28-26. Have a good Come on, now. Um, do you think I'm crazy for predicting a 55-27? I mean, do you not see that? You know how cool awesome. that would be if that happened? Well, if we just... But last week I called all right. Called all, all score thirty one and kicked her extra points, but it was scored thirty one. So I wasn't far off there. I did say Auburn scored sixteen and they didn't score that. Yeah, twenty one fourteen, that was very reasonable. Yeah. Whatever. What about uh our predictions? How'd that go? <laughs> Not too well. I really don't want to talk about. Well, that. we can talk about basketball. So we had the coach come out in his t-shirt and everything, and say, "Hey, we're getting started." So basketball's getting started. They're practicing. That's, that's what we know. Yeah, yeah. I really didn't. I'm. I've been. I've been full swing into football. I know I wanted to catch up on some basketball stuff. So I really didn't. I really didn't uh, see too much of it. I know there's a lot of good stuff, but I'm full of just involved football right now. You know what I mean? Well, Lakers won. You know, beat the Heat. I thought the Heat might slip in there and make a game of it. 
and the NBA had a NBA had the bubble, man. I mean, no, no COVID, anything, man. All the players were safe. They provided some really good, entertaining games. It was a hell of a hell of a kind of season. I thought I thought it was entertaining, but oh yeah, well, they did. They were the first professional sport to bring it back, and kind of really, they were the first sport to really uh, first league to really bring to attention. Once the NBA kind of got those first positive tests in March, and then um, then Tom Hanks got the COVID, and it just kind of went downhill from all that NBA and that. So. Um, it's a good year, but yeah, basketball. I'm excited about basketball. I'll definitely pull dive into that. I'm excited about the team this year, but football just looks good, and I'm not. I just uh, <laughs> hard not to just <laughs> goodness bless you. And uh, sneeze came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm excited about basketball. And I think they, uh, I, don't know, I think I did it to Facebook Live or some practice. I'd like to. Watch the practice and really look at it before next week's episode. That'd be cool. That'd be exciting to check out, and that'd be something everybody else can check out too. So we ain't trying to hold back. You know, we're here for all the fans. Go check it out. <laughs> Facebook Live practice, University of Arkansas. Thank you. It's weird that you're even bringing it up. Cause you don't even got a Facebook. So I didn't even <laughs> know, know it was I'm happening. Watch it. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it, but I'm going <laughs> to. We do a we do a watch party. The hot podcast or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, so what was the what was the picks, man? It's about as far, long as we can stall. That's all I got. Unless you got <laughs> something else. Baseball starting uh, up or something. All right. Uh, well, they do have the Fall World Series, but I think some of those games are on SEC Network Plus. So you might actually might get to watch the Fall Series. They're taking the camp people. Not being able to go and stuff, so but all right, long as we can stall. All right, so last week, entering last week's peak picks, we were both 36 and 19. That's pretty good. Yeah, I came back on you, man. You're beating me this last week. You tied it up. It was like, hope hope nobody said, Oh, Tim's hot, man. I'm gonna gonna, gonna go down to Vegas or whatever, and uh. Bet, bet on your picks because I went four and twelve. Golly, what if they had bet on mine though? What would happen? Well, they would have won. Man, well, that's three. That's seven. three weeks you in picked, a row. If you had bet on my you picks, you would have won. Ass. I'm just saying. Besides the, I don't. Besides whatever week before, man. But you kicked my ass last week, and you're up 45-26 to my 30, forty and thirty-one. I'm getting down there. I mean, that's a that's a butt whipping. Four and twelve is bad, but you did good. I mean, I this is this is how bad it was, Chad. I lost. I think the first eight picks that Golly. I picked, Goodness. I just did not not recover. And you had just games like Houston, Georgia Tech, North Carolina, and NC State. And we were just so good job, Chad. So congratulations, man. So you're on a <sighs> we're doing I've it. I've still got a chance, man. I've still got a chance. If you want to win some money in Vegas, bet on Chad. Just take my <laughs> picks like and bet on them. You would have lost that first week, but you would have won more money by now than you would have ever lost if you just put $100 on all my picks. Yep. And then if you do that, buy a t-shirt. It's the least you can do. Oh, that's for sure. Everybody, honestly, if you're listening to the podcast, go buy a t-shirt. Yeah, we're fixing to pull this thing off Spotify. So, <laughs> y'all need to go buy a t-shirt, man, because... 
that'll help us just keep the sound quality and everything going in the direction that it's been going. And you get a tangible product. And it's not expensive. It's like $14. It's not bad at all. Not at all. Well, you ready to get on these other picks? Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right, how about SMU Tulane? Man. Why do I want to take Tulane in this one? <laughs> they never pay out. <laughs> I'm going to take Tulane. Yeah. I'm going to take Tulane for the upset. All right, this week I'm going to I'm gonna pick SMU. And you're probably going to win that thing. <laughs> I keep picking one up. I've been trying to pick a Tulane. They've been picks. How about, <laughs> how about BYU Houston? Uh, Houston. I'll go BYU. Uh, Clemson, Georgia Tech. Come on. Clemson. Oh, you didn't want to ride Georgia Tech again? No. Okay. I just want to make sure. Uh, what do you think about Auburn, South Carolina? Auburn. I do pick that after last week. Kentucky, Tennessee. Well, I definitely want Auburn to beat them. And I want to pick them to beat them because we beat Auburn. That's true. Tennessee's going to lose. You know what? I'll go with you on that one. Kind of like Kentucky in that one. Uh, A&M, Mississippi State. Uh, Mississippi State. I'll go Mississippi State, too. Um, North Carolina, Florida State. Oof. Oh, North Carolina. That's easy. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to let that burn me again. Uh, Georgia, Alabama. Uh, golly. Bama, of course. <laughs> golly. Is that even I'll a go, question? I'll go Georgia. Man, I don't see it happening. I don't see Kirby uh, doing it. I need some picks. I mean, back. his name's Kirby. Yeah, he's he's, he's going to be good, but he's going to be second place with a name like Kirby. Kirby goes bananas. <laughs> How about um, golly? Uh, no, that's post. Well, that's it. That's all the games, huh? Boy, no. We've got us a slate, didn't we? There, there's got to be more than that. Can't just be. That's got to just be the top. Where's Arkansas? <laughs> oh, man. It says... Who's Arkansas State playing? Georgia State. Hold on. There, that's wrong. You know, I've got some bad information. Yeah, Georgia State, Arkansas State. I'll take Arkansas State on that one. I will, too. Georgia uh, State going to get whipped. How about a... Um, Ball! Whatever the <laughs> hell they do. Kansas-West Virginia. What a terrible matchup. Oh, my goodness. Kansas-West Virginia? Kansas. Kansas. Oh, yeah. Virginia. Mad Hatter. He's got that. <laughs> I'll go West Virginia. Uh, UCF-Memphis. That's a pretty good matchup. UCF-Memphis. I'll go yeah. Memphis. 
Yeah, I'll go Memphis too. Yeah, I like Memphis. I don't know why you're being crazy. What? Who? Memphis. Oh, um, well, that's about it, I guess. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty exciting. Hey, we got football, and, uh, you know, we're doing this thing. Hey, I don't know, man. Sign up, I guess, for the uh, fantasy thing. We got to do that quick. Like, I think that thing's, like, getting to where got to sign up so we can do it. There's just going to be, you know. We'll just take that money and do something else. I don't know, I guess. I'm trying to do something cool for you guys. Remember that old boy, Matt, from the email? Just have to whip his ass in fantasy. Everybody else, I guess. <laughs> All these other guys is paid up. Let me whip somebody else's. Well, that's about it. Go Hogs. Whoop big.